It's that time of year again. The NBA playoffs. With the conclusion of the play-in tournament yesterday, the official seeding for both conferences are set. For these predictions, I'm going to do by conference, starting with the East. For each series, I will pick one X-Factor on each team. One player who will be crucial in their team's chance of winning their respective series. With a win yesterday versus the Indiana Pacers, the Wizards moved into the 8th spot to face the Philadelphia 76ers. I personally have this series going to 6 games. Off of Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook having some good games alone, the Wizards will be able to snatch a game or two from the first seeded 76ers. Although it may be a 6 game series, I feel like the Sixers will be able to comfortably take care of business, even though they may have to play an extra game or two to do so. On the 76ers, the X Factor has to be Matisse Thibel. With the Wizards' best players both being guards, Thibel will have to step up and provide some much needed defense while being serviceable on offense. For the Wizards, Daniel Gafford will be the X Factor. Obviously, the 76ers have the runner up for MVP in Joel Embiid, who happens to play the same position as Gafford. Daniel Gafford has to be competitive on the defensive end for the Wizards to even have a chance. The Super Team Nets are set to take on the Jalen Brownless Celtics. Gentlemen sweep, 5 games max. Without Jalen Brown, the Celtics just aren't the same team. The Celtics do still have Jason Tatum and Kemba Walker, both of whom could go off for 30 on any given night, which is why I'm giving them the possibility of pushing the Nets to 5. Tatum and Walker literally had 80 points combined versus the Wizards, so I wouldn't be surprised if they were to snag a game or two from the Nets. The X-Factor for the Nets will be DeAndre Jordan. In the excessive amount of time that he does play, he has to be at least competent at protecting the rim. For the Celtics, I'm going with Kemba Walker. If Walker plays like how he did in Charlotte, the series could go more than 5 games. In the 3 versus 6 series, we have a rematch of last year's second round. The Milwaukee Bucks and the Miami Heat face off with the winner of this series taking on the Nets in the second round. While both teams have arguably improved since last season, I feel like the Bucks have the upper hand now. Drew Holiday is a crucial part for the Bucks. Now being able to be put on any guard or wing player, I also feel like the Heat will not be as dominant without Jay Crowder, who was an extremely important part for them. Add that on top of the fact that Giannis has gone out earlier than expected two years in a row already, I'm taking the Bucks in a competitive six games. The X factor for the Bucks will have to be Brooke Lopez. If he's going to be the starting center, he has to play well. Lopez hasn't been shooting well this year and his defense has taken a step back. For the Miami Heat, the X factor will be Trevor Ariza. Ariza will probably spend some time guarding Giannis if it's not bad guarding him. If Ariza can hit his threes and play good defense, the Heat will have a greater chance of upsetting the Bucks once again. Now we move on to what might be the most entertaining series of the whole first round. The New York Knicks and the Atlanta Hawks. Two teams that have simply overachieved this season. Both teams are solid and have proven time and time again that they are real threats in this conference. Tibbs is the consensus coach of the year, while Nate McMillan has revived the Hawks season. The Knicks are led by none other than Big Orange Julius, Julius Randle himself. He's been playing at an all-NBA level this year and led the Knicks to their first playoff berth since 2013. The Hawks, on the other hand, are led by Trey Young, one of the most lethal offensive weapons in the NBA today. For this series, 
has the Knicks prevailing and beating the Hawks in seven, mainly because of their defenders. The Knicks not only have one of the best defenses in the league, but also have a decently good offense. The Knicks X Factor will be Alfred Payton. Payton will probably have to play heavy minutes guarding Trey Young. The Hawks' X Factor, on the other hand, will be Bogdan Bogdanovich. Now on to the Western Conference. Jazz versus Grizzlies. I got Jazz in six games. I feel like the Utah Jazz are legitimate contenders, but the Grizzlies have also been so great lately. They just beat Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors in an overtime thriller. I think that the Jazz, like they've proven all season long, will put the Grizzlies away easily. The whole Jazz team, and especially Donovan Mitchell, definitely still feels some type of way from the playoffs last season. So they will definitely be locked in for this series. For the Jazz, the X Factor will be Royce O'Neal. Can he play some solid defense on Draven Wright and Dylan Brooks? That will be his main role on the court. The Grizzlies' X Factor will be Kyle Anderson. In the 2v7 matchup, the Suns will host the Los Angeles Lakers. A very unfortunate situation for the Suns, who have looked incredible this season since the addition of Chris Paul in the lineup. Sadly, they will be facing the reigning champs with a healthy LeBron and AD. Phoenix has been one of my favorite teams to watch all season. So it's hard for me to say that the Lakers will put them away in a seven game series. With Chris Paul leading the Suns, they will remain competitive and I feel like this series will definitely go six if not seven. The X factor on the Lakers will be Andre Drummond. In my personal opinion, Drummond shouldn't even be getting playing time. But it's just inevitable at this point that Coach Vogel will play him a bunch of minutes. So it will be interesting to see how Andre Drummond stacks up defensively, especially during the pick and roll. For the Suns, the X-Factor has to be Mikel Bridges. Bridges will be signed to guard LeBron, so we'll see how that goes. In the 3v6 matchup, the NBA MVP and the Denver Nuggets will take on the Portland Trailblazers. Now, the Nuggets without Jamal Murray aren't as deadly compared to when he's fully healthy. Obviously, we know what happened last year with the two 3-1 comebacks before losing to the Lakers in the conference finals. On the other hand, the Blazers are red hot going into the playoffs, winning 10 of their last 12 games. With Norman Powell and Yusuf Nurkic in the starting lineup, the Blazers have the best offense in the NBA. And while they are bad on defense, they've improved significantly since Nurkic returning from injury. For this series, I'm taking the Portland Trail Blazers in seven games. Though it will be pretty insane to see the MVP go out in the first round, I feel like the Blazers have the upper hand. Nurkic is one of the best defenders to put on Jokic. Not to mention that the Nuggets, in return, do not have good guard defenders. Faku Campazo and Austin Rivers will not be enough to stop a top three backward in the league in Damon CJ. With that being said, the X Factor for the Nuggets will definitely be Campazo, as he will be the primary defender on Damian Lillard. The Blazers X Factor will be Carmelo Anthony. It'll be interesting to see how he performs versus the whole team. Next up, the Los Angeles Clippers will play the Dallas Mavericks. Another first round rematch. Both teams have stayed relatively the same since last year's playoffs. However, I predict that this year, the Clippers will steamroll the Dallas Mavericks. They just have a different mindset and won't be taking any games lightly this year. Luka, as incredible as he is, will not be enough to match Kawhi PG's production. And Chris Tapps Brzezingis being the most inconsistent player in the league right now is simply adding to the Clippers' chances to win. The Mavericks will put up a competitive fight, but in my opinion, won't take more than one game. The X Factor for the Clips is Patrick Beverly. I assume the Clippers will try to defend Luke with Paul George and Kawhi. 
but Ty Lue will definitely put Pat Bev on him a whole bunch. Obviously, he is a competitive defender, albeit not the best one. For the Mavs, it's going to be Porzingis. I know the X-Factor usually means a role player, but Porzingis has to be consistently good for the Mavs to even stand a chance. So just a quick recap. In the East, I have the 76ers, Nets, Bucks, and Knicks winning their first round matchups, as well as the Jazz, Lakers, Blazers, and Clippers winning theirs in the West. The playoffs are so unpredictable and dependent on how the star players perform. I'll admit that I do have some biases towards some teams, but so I could be totally wrong for some of these series. As always, make sure to like and subscribe as it is always appreciated and takes less than five seconds of your time. Other than that, just sit back, relax, and watch some playoff basketball. Let me know in the comment section below your favorite NBA team and your thoughts on their first round series. But that is it for this video. See you guys in the next one. Peace.